Welcome to Gracefully Imperfect, a podcast for the all-encompassing Black man, the professional, the entrepreneur, the student, the family man, the father, and the everyday survivor. I'm your host, Semantic Seven. And on this journey together, we will discuss all things related to fatherhood and parenting, morality and ethics, striving to become mentally healthy, our role within our households and our family, health and fitness, and I dare not to forget, there will be a lot of sharing of our personal developmental stories that have shaped us who we are today. So let's go on this journey together and center our consciousness, relax our mind, off we go to the depths below. and love, peace and love, and blessings in abundance. It is a wonderful day, it is a wonderful time, and I am extremely grateful to be on this podcast, to be on this platform, and to share it with all of you. I decided to do the podcast in a different setting today, so if you hear some wind, maybe some birds chirping, uh, dogs barking. I'm deciding to do this outside. Um, change the scenery don't hurt. Um, and also, my household gets lively. And it's very difficult to find that uh, opportune time to uh, share my voice and record without, <laughs> without any crazy distraction. So, uh, just bear with me. I really hope that this is not a distraction for any and all of you who will be listening in. And I really hope that <laughs> this comes out as clear and as crisp as possible. Or at least I'm going to try to make sure that it's clear and crisp. This is has This has been a great month. This has been a great month, and I am extremely grateful that I was able to share uh, just the last two days ago, two days ago, was able to share another birthday with my daughter. Um, you know, she just turned seven. She's magnificent, phenomenal to be exact. And that beautiful time out with the family and celebrating her Earth Day, it put me in a place a, of just retrospection, ret- retrospection and reflection. And it made me think about fatherhood and just the ebbs and flow that makes this social phenomenon 
gratifying and also what makes it challenging at the same time. My daughter has been an inspiration to me. She has taught me a lot about myself, a lot about what it means to be one with the human spirit. Um, but I can also say that about my other children. And so when I was in this reflective state, it made me think about each one of them and how a piece of me changed and transformed and morphed into something else in order to become more compatible to their needs and their preferences. And it <laughs> I'm gonna be very honest. The fatherhood journey has been a very peculiar, <laughs> but self-fulfilling and rewarding endeavor. And I believe that I took a lot of steps by faith. Um, a lot of steps by faith, but those steps by faith were guided um, by counsel. Counsel by intellectually sound, emotionally intelligent black women who cared about me and who still care about me. And I know that this is a, a you know, woman's month. And so a part of this uh, discourse is, you know, not, is, is paying homage and respect to the women that have supported me through this most difficult journey in my life, while also highlighting uh, the, the experiences, the experiences of fatherhood that I went through and not only just the experiences, but the what did I got what what did I get out of it? Because the experiences mean nothing if you're not able to get a glimpse or grasp of what is it the experience is trying to teach you. So my first son, my first son was born in 2013. I was turning 22 years old. My first son uh, was brought into this life during a time where I thought I wanted to change career paths in the military. I wanted to, I wanted to join special forces. This is right after my uh, deployment to Afghanistan where I worked with special forces, where I was encouraged uh, and empowered by them to join, to go through the selection process to join. And when I came back, that was my aspiration. My wife, Nat, my wife, girlfriend then, uh, got pregnant soon after I came back. Uh, we missed each other dearly, as you... <laughs> 
and uh, we couldn't keep our hands off each other. And we were madly in love, obsessed over each other. And you know, we conceived our son. And I just remember, I remember that when she gave me the news, because I was living in Georgia and she was living in Virginia, I just remember just feeling incompetent and insecure. Here I am, a 21-year-old boy, just starting to make it within the military. I'm starting to get a grasp on career goals, and I'm starting to get a grasp on how I want to maneuver my behaviors and my actions to meet those career goals. And here this this major news has dropped on me and I I didn't know I, I didn't take it well. I didn't I didn't lie, I didn't smile. I wasn't I didn't I didn't express or show gratefulness or happiness. I was discontent. I was. And you know that caused me to spiral out of control. The drinking, heavy drinking, the self-sabotaging, self-destructive thinking and behaviors, the infidelity, the suicidal thoughts, all of those um, were expressions of deep-rooted pain, hurt, despair, and angst. That at the time that I couldn't pinpoint. And for that, um, my wife, she was extremely little too extremely understanding a little too understanding um, at that time we were both young both 21 years old and living in two different states and regardless of how erratic I was acting and how unstable I was at the time psychologically emotionally socially spiritually she still she still expressed to me that what I was going through is all a part of nature's course. And that she always expressed her love and her loyalty to me. Now, nowadays you, you don't really see that. You don't really see that type of commitment in one's potential. And at the time, I didn't even know I had the potential to be blessed with such a queen, with such divine beauty. Nevertheless, I stayed in this sunken deep place for, for quite a while. And um, right before my son was born, I, I was able to get my head <laughs> far from the depths of my rear in order to realize that I did not want my son growing up the same way that I did 
with an absent father. And I could not fathom another man taking care of my child in replace of me or due to my own inability to uh, just live up to my potential and be there to satisfy the needs of my wife and uh, my baby boy. And so when my son came into this world, you know, you would think I, I, I would have gotten it together. And I didn't. I was very distant. I was very withdrawn. I was selfish. And um, I regret that. I do. I, I, I very much regret that time. However, I, I realized that going through that time and being able to own it and take personal responsibility uh, for not being as present and active as I should have been, and not also considering the myriad of feelings and emotions my wife was going through as a first-time mother, nursing, staying at home. I didn't consider her context at that time. And that was also a regretting circumstance as well. I should have been more attentive to her needs and preferences and interests. Um, I was so focused on mine that um, I, I, I couldn't fathom offering space for her. When my daughter came into this life, which was about three years later, um, I was in a different, different space psychologically, spiritually, emotionally. Uh, I've already been through um, alcohol, uh, alcohol use and abuse treatment. I started therapy about a year and a half before she was born. I began to really peel back the layers of adverse childhood experiences, childhood trauma, the intergenerational trauma stemmed from uh, en enslavement. And I started to become more attentive and attuned with those different phenomenons. So my daughter, she was planned. We, we, we wanted her. Initially, I only just wanted one child. My, my wife was very convincing that one child was a disservice to the family because um, he wouldn't have anyone to socialize with, thus making the family incomplete. Eventually, I took heed of what she was saying, and I, I really wanted one. I did. I did even, I did become very uh, smitten with the fact of having another job. And I wanted to do it right this time. There was still shame for how I uh, fathered 
my son early on, and so I wanted to I wanted to use this opportunity to show the universe, show God, the supreme being, that I have learned from my past mistakes, that I have owned my responsibility, and that I am taking and will take the necessary steps to show more gratitude, appreciation, and unconditional love. Daughter come in this world, and I am completely, <laughs> I am completely in love. This little girl uh, really opened up my heart to make me feel things I've never felt before. She made me look, she looked at me and reassured me that there is a thing called love with no bounds. And even though that I have experienced that with my wife, boundless love is, it's different when you lock eyes with your infant and they automatically through just energetic cognitivity communicate with you that love is pure and love is divine. Um, I wasn't able to receive that from my son because of my own selfishness and me being so self-absorbed and um, psychologically unstable. I wasn't able to receive that. But with my daughter, I was, I was, a, I was a bit healthier. And with my daughter, as she graced this planet and graced me of her presence, she she has um, helped me become more emotionally attuned, emotionally inclined, emotionally intelligent, and emotionally aware. The feels are real with my baby girl. And being present with her, it's not just presence. It's intensive listening. It's passionate and intensive dialogue. It is emotional language. It's affection. And so she brought a different side of me out, a side that is, is more prevalent today than it's ever been. And what, I, what I, and what I will also say is right before my daughter was born, my son and I, my firstborn, him and I became closer. Him and I started to develop a symbiotic relationship that is, uh, and you know, that has created this insepara inseparability that we have now. We begin to laugh with each other dance with each other uh, and just I think that was the first time that him and I because um, my wife was in the hospital in Germany and I couldn't stay the night because no children were allowed and so him and I stayed with each other for about a week 
by ourselves. And little things, little things like bathing with him, literally getting in the tub with him and bathing with him and washing his hair, trying to put his hair in a ponytail, um, greasing it, obviously, and trying to put it in a ponytail, feeding him, you know, sitting down with him as he watches cartoons, you know, doing learning activities on the iPad together going every we had a routine every single day when we go to the hospital we had a routine wake up we slept in the bed together get dressed we ate uh and then we would uh we would go to the hospital we would get a donut from the bakery strawberry donut to be exact eat it together and then make our way to the room where uh, my wife and my baby girl was, and my, my 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 son and I, we our relationship grew exponentially. It it just it grew at a such a high and increased rate, and when my daughter came into this life, she definitely taught me that not everything should be done or not everything should be handled and managed through logic and reasoning. Especially if there is a lack of emotional awareness and emotional language. And my son, my, my, newest, my newest son, who has just turned five months today, he was another plant baby. Um, we were trying and trying and, uh, wasn't, and, you know, we wasn't getting the results that we, that we envisioned. And then out of nowhere, which in hindsight, it really wasn't out of nowhere. We weren't, we weren't taking the proper precaution, but it ended up happening when my wife became pregnant and, uh, from a psychological, emotional, spiritual, social, intellectual perspective, I was healthier than I was. Um, I was healthier than I was when my daughter came into this life and extremely, <laughs> extremely healthier than I was when my first son came into this life. And at this time, I've been under this, undergoing this spiritual transformation and this racial, ethnic identity development process for the last nine years, since 2014. And so my, my, my newest, my youngest son got a different version from me, a different version of me. And to add on top of that, we were going through a transition of me leaving the military. And uh, that transition in itself, which is a different conversation that I will, that I would love to share with all of you. And that I have partially already shared on previous uh, gracefully imperfect episodes, but it was stressful, distressing to be exact. 
And so going through that, I didn't see my wife um, physically, experience exhaustion, excruciating pain, just, it was heart-wrenching pain. The type of pain that you wouldn't want to see from your, from your partner. The type of pain that kept her up all night and all day. And then prior to her giving birth, um, she didn't get sleep for about a little over 72 hours. And I'm so grateful that my mother-in-law was here uh, to, 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 to be that nurturing, guiding, uh, that guiding spirit that is indescribable and priceless and uh, invaluable. Thank you, Mom. So my son, when he came out into this world, he was, he's a declared fighter, throwing bows at the pediatrician as soon as he was extracted from the uterus. He has the, uh, he has, he has such a powerful countenance. The way that he can use his eyes to communicate a thousand words is quite, quite remarkable. Um, he's a rhythmic baby. He, he loves movement, loves sounds, loves music. He loves the vibration of voices. Um, and you know, just like any other baby, he loves warmth. And one thing my son has taught me is patience, patience and calmness, because he is much, his temperament is much different from my other two. You know, my daughter was very easygoing, so to speak. You know, he is very, it, it, it takes, <laughs> it takes a while to triage what the problem, what the problem is. And sometimes you know that can be it can be tiresome um, however once you find what the problem is and he's he reaches a place of calm and tranquility oh that is the greatest feeling to know that to know that you did it right and then it's the band of black women who supported me my wife my mother-in-law, my sister-in-law, uh, my wife's aunts, her nana, you know, um, even my mother, um, my female cousins, uh, they really, really gave me words of wisdom, gave me encouragement, empowered my my ability, um, and just gave me the courage that I needed to to walk through this thing. Not run, not jog, but walk through this thing confidently, compassionately, and with confidence. I've had a lot of conversations with these band of black women, 
and uh, the reoccurring theme is treasure instinct listen to your intuition be introspective and exude love at all costs so I am much pre appreciative to the band of black women that have continuously been a just a guiding light a beacon as you will in my life to help me pursue and who are as I'm continuously pursued through fatherhood and then lastly my I want to I just want to show appreciation to my wife for teaching me the true essence of unconditional regard unconditional love trusting in my potential always affirming my abilities always affirming my intellect my knowledge my heart my genuine spirit and always able to um, uh, provide the necessary wisdom in order for me to do the best I can with it and use that to transform uh, my spirit and my essence. Thank you, baby, my queen. Yeah, this has been a beautiful, beautiful episode. Uh, please connect with the episode. Subscribe to the episode. We have a newsletter coming out every month. Uh, the issue for April will be coming out in the next 10 to 12 days. I also ask connect with us on the Instagram. Follow us. Um, send an email. Um, and get the depths below. My poetry anthology that came out last Juneteenth. It's a beautiful piece of work. It talks about everything from love, grief, miseducation, racial identity crisis, etc. If it's not for you, get it for a loved one. All that information will be in the episode details. Thank you so much for just choosing this, choosing this podcast out of all the all the other podcasts. I appreciate all of you from for being your most emotional vulnerable and imperfect selves and i can't wait for us to have another discussion ashe peace and love and i hope you and your family and your community nothing but prosperity peace